never going to be the best engineer in the world. There are always people who can build something better than me. But if I can work with enabling them to build the right things and work with people to know what they want and actually fulfill that. Um, so let's get into your career right now. Like at this point, you mentioned you're a senior uh, product manager, but um, like at some point you were in research and mechanical engineering. So uh, can you walk me through how or what that transition looked like for you? Um, sure. So I did my undergrad back in India in mechanical engineering. And uh, you may know in India, there's millions of engineers, millions of mechanical engineers. And to kind of stand out, you need a master's. You need to specialize in something to maybe be that difference maker. Otherwise, you're just like everybody else. And that's why I came to the U.S. for my master's. Um, because there were some of the best schools offering a good upgrade to my undergrad degree. Um, and I did my master's too in uh, mechanical engineering, but now I had to specialize in something. Uh, my professor at the time told me that uh, this 3D printing gig is like something that's new and exciting. Why don't you focus your research uh, on 3D printing? So it was a master's in mechanical engineering with an emphasis on certain 3D printing, additive manufacturing processes. Um, and with that, you know, that's how you get from, um, you know, like start focusing on additive manufacturing uh, as me. And um, I got a job with Stratasys uh, to do research in additive manufacturing. Um, and my research was also software focused. So that's how I got into Stratasys um, and still doing research, still doing mechanical engineering. But at some point you get the option to, you know, move from research and mechanical engineering, which is a little more like narrow minded compared right. to product management, which is much more of a holistic view of things. And when I had that opportunity, I took it because I want to be the person who's defining, designing software that people go build and implement not so much the person who's working on, you know, the nitty gritty details of things, but more of a holistic big picture sort of a role. And that analytical thinking, the training that I had all through the years of education trained me to, you know, make me capable for that product management role. So there you go. That's the transition from engineering to research to product management. No, that I think that was, um, your trajectory when you talk about it almost feels like it fell into place. Like, uh, you know, these dots were meant to be connected. So did you, did you always know that you were going to move into uh, a position where you weren't as involved in the engineering, but you were sort of uh, designing the systems rather, uh, or rather the software that um, allows other people to do, <laughs> do the engineering? Like, did you ever envision you were going to move into this project management sort of a role? I think um, throughout, so my, my, my father ha has built a, like a long career in sales and my mother is in e-learning. So uh, growing up, I've had that sort of people skills and like, you know, kind of uh, project management skills uh, through blood. Um, and uh, I knew that, you know, I'm never going to be the best engineer in the world. There are always people who can build something better than me. But if I can work with enabling them to build the right things and work with people to know what they want and actually fulfill that, one, it is very satisfying. Yes. And two, 
I'm like, you know, setting up the stage for engineers to go do what they are uh, best. So um, I always knew that maybe I wouldn't be a research engineer all my life. And I wanted to know when I could make that switch. And naturally, like, you know, my boss at the time saw that I was a better fit as in a product role, uh, which is why he, you know, made sure that happened and God bless him. Now I've been doing that for five years now. That's, that's incredible. I, I, I want to go into the, the people management uh, part of that a little bit, because w- when I worked in your team, I thought it was pretty incredible that you were kind of interfacing like with, with the design team, with like uh, the, the software engineering team, and also you had your, your product team um, to, to, to also, you know, like uh, work with. But even in spite of doing this, I felt like I had a direct line of communication with you and I had to, you know, like I, I think there were a lot of moving pieces. The teams were working very closely, but I do remember you taking me uh, to one of the conference rooms. I forget which one. Like we had, we had very interesting names for the conference rooms at, at GraphCAD. Yeah, uh, yeah, mighty, mighty <laughs> Boston's or Radiohead, maybe. Yeah. Radiohead, yes. Uh, and our and, office was uh, all the meeting rooms were named after bands that recorded in those rooms so flying nuns and like radiohead and mighty mighty boston's yeah which i think was like i know that at most tech offices you have some sort of an homage to you know like uh, some events during founding or the place they're based in but i thought grabcad's story behind the office names was like it it, it, it was it had the most history of any of like any office that I've been in. Like, it's not just paying homage to these artists. Like they actually recorded there, which, you know, like kind of blows your mind. Um, But I remember you taking me into one of these rooms and you essentially told me, and this is like during uh, my earlier weeks uh, at GrabCAD that if I had any question technical or otherwise to just, you know, like come to you with it. And I do remember like, um, and, and, and I, and, and I think you were just being super genuine. You actually had, uh, that line of communication opened with me. And I think in a lot of circumstances too, you uh, made me feel like you were my advocate in, you know, like even personal uh, issues that I was having. I remember, like, if you remember back in uh, January of 2019, I had this accident back in Bangladesh and I was pretty worried about, okay, you know, like, should I come back earlier? I know I only taken this much of vacation time. What should I be doing? And I felt, uh, you know, like I felt very heard and I kind of felt like you were my advocate in the situation, even though I may not have been like a, a direct report of yours, like you were part of the product team. So, yeah, I, I, I really feel like you have a unique talent for people management and I want to unpack that a little bit. Um, so what do you think, what, what would you think, what, what values or virtues in people manage, what do you think is needed for uh, someone to be a good people manager? Well, well, at least in my role, like as a product manager, I don't manage people. I don't manage the, I maybe manage the product to some level, but I don't have any direct reports, which is actually really cool because I'm not anybody's boss. So I don't have to tell them to do something or not do something. That's their manager's problem. You had your own manager, which made it less of a manager subordinate relationship, but more of a, hey, I, I'm in your team. Um, I just do something different. So make sure let's work together to do that. And, um, you know, being the person who's defining the product, defining everything, maybe I know certain things that other people don't. I have the voice of the customer that say the designers don't. And I try as much as possible to treat treat people as equals, right? I'm not better than them at anything. Uh, you are much better a software engineer than I am. 
um, our design team are much better designers than me. I don't know anything about design. So I wanted to make sure that there is that smooth handoff of what I'm good at versus what you're good at. And we can like benefit from each other at the same time with the other teams as well. And that's a good way to like, you know, uh, go about it. So oftentimes when you're managing someone or you're dealing with a lot of people, it's important to know what they are the experts of and like respect them for that and make sure that your expertise and their expertise can come together for the benefit of all parties involved. And uh, when you start looking at it like that, egos go out of the equation, um, you know, issues go out of the equation and it's a much smoother relationship at that point. Mm -hmm.